0: Welcome to Pin Pals, a podcast about enamel pins and the people and culture around it. I'm your host Eric Roman from Warrior Pins and I want to thank you for tuning in to the very first episode. It means a lot that you're here. This has been a long time coming but here I am all up in your ears. We're kicking off this podcast with an OG in the pin game. George Gomez, aka Nostalgia Vault, is a pin maker based in Southern California, and boy do we have a conversation. We talk about how George's disability didn't stop him from being able to sling pins, his love for Simpsons and Bob's Burgers, how Nostalgia Vault started as a vintage toy account on Instagram, dealing with C&Ds, selling on Shopify, and so much more. Now before we get into things, I just want to say that George is a very busy and family oriented man. It's one of the things that I love about him. I'm so grateful he was able to find the time to talk to me, but due to some prior obligations, our time was cut short. I apologize for the abrupt ending, but I think that means we'll just have to have him back on sometime soon. So without further ado, enjoy this conversation with my pin pal, Nostalgia Vault. Welcome to Pin Pals, George. How's it going?
1: Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for having me. This is fun, and I did hear your last podcast, and it was, it was really fun. I was like, I can't wait to be on this one. So awesome.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. First of all, before we even get into anything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: your shirt pin game. Oh yeah. I love it. That's
1: from uh um, my my buddy Carlos, the data crew. Okay. So actually if you saw the whole shirt, it's you see the little, little pin back? Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of
0: that's sick. <laughs> I need
1: to get my hands on that. Yeah, so hit up our data crew for that.
0: Yeah, they have they've been at Patches and Pins Expo, haven't they?
1: Uh, yeah, they haven't, I know they, I don't think they've been to the East Coast ones yet, but.
0: Okay. Well then I definitely follow them a... on Instagram because yeah. that name sounds very familiar. But,
1: oh man, most of my apparel is from pin makers and other makers. Honestly, I'm not kidding. Like, like 90%.
0: <laughs> I love that. I'm actually wearing a, a metal shirt, t-shirt from metal shirt, metal head t-shirt from Never Die Never who makes some okay. really cool like Ninja Turtle clothing. Cool. Um, Awesome. But um, yeah, man. So why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners? What's your elevator pitch?
1: Oh, I, I don't really have one. I'm not really. This is honestly like the first time I do this. I've been asked literally hundreds of times to do podcasts, and they just say, no, I'm like, I, I'm not good at this. I'm not like, I'm usually the behind the scenes type of person. So yeah. again, so I don't really, yeah, I've been asked, like I said, multiple times and I'm like, uh. I don't want to do this, but um, anyways, I'm George. I'm from uh, Southern California. I, uh, I'm a pin maker. Uh, let's see. That's really it. I don't do a lot of other things. Um, my my background is mainly in graphic design, so it was easy. It was an easy, you know, way to get into pens. It was super easy.
0: Is Nostalgia Vault? A full time thing for you, or do you have uh, uh, like a full time job that kind of
1: helps? No, um, this nostalgia vault is my full time gig, actually. Oh, congrats! Um, yeah, well, I mean, it has to be because um, I am—I uh, guess I'm—I'm I'm disabled technically, and I don't have um, any other means. You know, I can't. My body works like at ten percent, basically. So okay, uh, I can't really be doing anything else. But here in the state of California, it's super hard to get disability super difficult like you, you can be in a wheelchair and you still wouldn't get it it's super hard
2: mm.
1: so um I had to figure out a way dude I used to work three jobs and go to school and nonstop. I, my body would not stop the next thing I would just can't do nothing after that so I had to figure out a way and eventually yeah that's kind of what started it I would have probably never even I probably wouldn't even know what pins were if you know this whole thing
0: didn't happen, you know? Wow. So. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but it kind of sounds like a blessing in disguise because yeah, that definitely. kind of led to you having, uh, what, what I would imagine is a pretty successful, uh, pin business. You're almost at 30,000 followers on Instagram.
1: Yeah. Your designs <laughs> are
0: great. It seems like you have like a loyal fan base. So, I mean, it's working for you.
1: Yeah. I I, I was surprised. I'm I'm surprised still to this day. Like, I would um, release a pen, and I would be like, well, there it goes. And then it would be gone in 24 hours, and I would just be like, what? And I'm still surprised that it happens. Every time, every time, and I'm just like, it's it's crazy. So um, even I'm uh, venturing into T-shirts, too, and apparel. I, You know, that was um, – and I'm still going to do it. I'm still doing it. I got a couple of collaborations coming up, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: mainly um, – I love pants and that's probably what I'm going to be doing for a while. And I know a lot of brands like, you know, I don't know, back in um, back a while back, you know, being a pin brand was kind of like a bad word. Like now I'm just a clothing brand, a pair of brand, or brand. No, I mean, I love that. I don't care if you call me a pin brand. I want to be a pin brand. I want to be known as that. So it's fine. So yeah. we're a pin brand that makes apparel sometimes. So <laughs> that's what it is.
0: I like that. That should be like the official wording on your Instagram yeah. bio.
1: Yeah right. I should just change it to that. <laughs> Very casual. I like that. Thanks.
0: So before we get too deep into a lot of these pin questions, I like to start off the show by asking, "What's your earliest pin memory?"
1: Oh, earliest pin memory? Um, I'd say back in the um, back in the day, like
0: Pogs. Remember Pogs? Yeah, of course. I was born in okay. uh, in the nineties. Played yeah. Pugs back all the time. in
1: the day, so they had these um, Simpsons pins. I remember buying them. A set of that, I was a big Simpsons fan. Same with um, a couple of Pokemon pins, I remember. So this was back in the day. Um, I used, to, I used to wear them, like, a lot. but So I had these pins, and then, like, next thing you know, I just stopped. I don't know what happened. I don't even know where they're at. They probably, I don't know, probably threw them away or lost them. But the earliest ones would have to be the Simpsons. It was, like, they were, like, Epoxy filled. I remember being epoxy filled, like super, super. You can tell some of them were printed on offset print type of pins, and they were were very like not well made, you know. (laughs) But still, it was Bart Simpson, so it was so cool. So wait,
0: those pins came with the pogs back in the day. I don't remember. No,
1: no, no. So um, I we um, I remember um. Collecting all the Simpsons pods, and then that's kind of what got me into the Simpsons pins and all that. Uh, so it was during that time, during that time, that pods were big. So, that yeah, was back
0: then. The good old days when things were <laughs> a lot simpler. So you said that your um, your disability uh, led you to creating Nostalgia Vault. Um,
1: um, yeah, basically. So, um, I, you know, I I try to find a way to um to make some income so. I started mm. selling a lot of um, my vintage toy collection because I used to collect toys. So um, that's kind of where it started from. So I had an Instagram basically dedicated to selling my my stuff. And um, that eventually became more like a, a repost Instagram. This was like in 2013 or 14, like early.
2: Okay, um, yeah.
1: It became a repost Instagram where I would just post like, just nostalgic pictures of like whatever, you know, like oh Toys R Us or whatever. That's kind of where it just became. I think it was like the Instagram was like nostalgia ninja because I was a ninja turtles color picture. <laughs> so something like that. I can't remember what it was called, but this was this was um back then. And then um twenty fifteen I started just – I mean again I used to do graphic design, so I just started yeah. posting random I started selling stickers through Red Bubble. I don't know if you know Red Bubble is. It's yeah, like yeah. It's kinda of like a drop shipping for stickers or something like that kind of like it's mm-hmm. weird. But um yeah, so I would I, I think I posted um a sticker of our first pin, which was let's see, I think I have it right here. It's a little mailhouse pin, tiny little mailhouse yes. pin. Yes. So anyways, um I posted that as a sticker and I was like, you hey, guys can grab it. Next thing you know, I sold like fifty stickers in um in a day. And I get a check of, like, literally nothing from that because Redbubble makes all the money from it. Right. You get, like, a tiny little percentage. And I was like, well, why didn't I just print them myself and actually make the money? Because, they, you know, they were, like, five bucks with shipping. Mm-hmm. And I think I get, like, 30-some cents out of each one. Oh, man. Yeah. So I was like, why don't I just do this? And then I was like, this was 2015. And I think I saw – I walked into a comic book shop and I saw a bunch of pins. And then I, was, and I started buying them. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I haven't seen pants in forever. So I just started buying them. And most of them are like mashup pins, bootleg pins. Like pretty stoked about that. And I, was, and, um, I posted on Instagram, somebody was like, do you make your stickers into pins or whatever. That's kind of what it did. Eventually I was like, maybe I should. So at the end of 2015, I just, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how it worked. So I just did a pre-order because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. so i just did a pre-order of that Mel no house can um and yeah I like think on they kickstarter
0: sold... or something
1: no actually just on my instagram oh my okay per... i think on my personal instagram or something it just started like that basically and um yeah because i didn't know where to even order them from or who so i just <laughs> went through i just went through a middleman like everybody does their first time right mostly so i and um it worked out i was like i didn't make that much at all because they were kind of expensive to make
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you know because it was through a middleman um but they make everything so much easier for you especially if you're a first time
0: it does you know, yeah
1: make, making you know your pins it, it worked out people people loved it people were reposting it and um yeah once once they were posted it i was like I was getting a lot of traction on my Instagram for sure.
0: Do you remember how many you sold, give or take?
1: Um, so I made 100, I wanna a hundred. I want to say it's for pre-order. I think it was like fifty I sold.
0: That's what's. Then up. Um,
1: when they came in, I said I have another fifty, and then I don't think it took too long to get rid of those. Yeah. Is it because a lot of people reposting it that they got theirs. Yeah, it was like a lot of friends reposting and family and all that, so that also can help.
0: Right. So then you just kind of like fed off that, uh, all that feedback that you were getting from people. Everyone's showing you a lot of love. and You're like, oh, there, there might be something here. Yeah. Yeah. At what point did you decide to ditch the middleman um, and just kind of work with the manufacturer directly?
1: Um, it probably took me like a year, um, maybe maybe a little less, but um, only because that middleman, it was, um who was it? I can't remember the name of the company, but only because they had the best customer service. They were super nice. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: it got to the point where pins were taking like six weeks, seven weeks, almost two months to make. And I was like, I was getting hit up already by China. You know how everybody gets hit up. Yeah. Yeah. So I was already getting emails and I was like. Every day. (laughs) Every day, nonstop. Yeah. So now, now it's actually DMs. I get yes, yeah we but it's the still
0: the same thing every yeah, day if same there's thing. a manufacturer.
1: um I actually have a copy and paste reply for all of them <laughs> <laughs> um, so but anyway, anyways, um, I kept getting hit up when the prices were ridiculous. I was like, this has to be fake or spam or something, but it's literally half of what I was paying uh i I didn't believe it, and then that's kind of how I got. I figured, I was like, all right, let me give this person a try with maybe a design that maybe it's not like, you know, I don't have a lot of hope for or whatever. Let's just get it out. Which is the, the stupidest design too that I did, I think. It's not stupid, but it was like a dumb mashup that if you look at it and I look at it now and I laugh, it was um. What is it? It was Stewie Griffin mixed with Bobby from Bobby's <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh a lot because I'm like, why did I make this? I still think about it like why did, I, why did I just make a stewie pin or a bobby pin on its own? Like, why did I match them up? It's ridiculous. It's I think, awesome. Um, I love
0: how unique it is.
1: Yeah, but I was just like, I, was, I don't know. I laugh about that. So I just went through that design. I was like, you know, just, I'm not going to, if I sell them, I sell them. But if not, mm-hmm. I don't. It's not a lot of money. It wasn't, I wasn't you know, right. like I said, it's, it was half of what it was with the middleman. But again, I appreciate the middleman just because like, They do inform you. They help you a lot. Yeah. It was easy. They make things easy, especially if you're starting
0: off. Absolutely. Definitely not trying to put down the middleman because I've helped other people, you know, uh, create pins. And and in that way, I've been like the middleman. Yes. But, you know, it takes a certain amount of like knowledge and experience oh yeah in order to help worst. guide these people yeah you have yeah, to have like yeah. gone through the ring of yourself
1: yeah i make a lot of pins for my friends for my friends is like business you know not necessarily pins that they sell but they think about mm-hmm. for, for their business and um yeah it's it's hard work for when you yeah. don't know what they want exactly so definitely not not you know all all power to them if they want to do that because that's awesome but i don't you know some people actually prefer that because they don't want to deal with anything else. Anyone else? Um, it can be very I, time
0: consuming. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially because they're in a whole different time zone, you know, and you're, you gotta, you gotta work with the, um, with the, uh, what time is it? I think like around 7 PM is when they start replying China. I think yeah. that's like, that's like their morning. And I'm like, oh, it's 1 AM and they're sending me a tracking number. And I'm like, excited. <laughs> when he, like,
0: yes. Absolutely. Some, I, I get really excited when I when I hear back from them. I'm like, oh, shit, I, ju- I just heard back from them. Let me respond to them right now, and l- let's try and do this as soon as possible. But it's always, like, late at night.
1: They're the only notification emails I get. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have notifications on for anyone else but, but the manufacturers. But, um, yeah, I've worked with so many of them that now. Like, it's become, like, a thing where, like, each one has their own specialty. Like, oh, okay, if I want to do strictly hard ammo, I go with them. Mm-hmm. These guys are really good at screen printing, so I give a thing. So yeah, it's become like a each brand, each company has their own little specialty, which kind of sucks because sometimes you want to order, you know, you got to restock, so you got to pay shipping at each individual place.
0: What did you find that was better, uh, going through a manufacturer, than it was going through a middleman? Was it just the price? Were you were you getting them shipped faster to you as well?
1: Um, yeah, definitely speed price is a huge plus, but not necessarily the biggest part. Um, definitely the speed because, um, you know, instant gratification, it's all about that right now. So (laughs) I went to pay and I went to now, like, um, not like six weeks from now or seven weeks from now. Um, that, and, um, I was able to shop around for quality, Mm -hmm. you know, that was another thing. Um, yeah those are mainly my my main things quality is probably being the biggest one because yeah i've I've gotten some pins that look really great but they're so flimsy and thin and i'm like i can't i don't know what type of material they are using. it almost feels like aluminum
0: (laughs) yeah and that was actually going to be my next question what are some challenges that you faced when uh talking to these manufacturers directly sounds like quality has been an issue
1: quality for sure um also language barriers sometimes not anymore, but back then it was it was really difficult um, mm-hmm. because um now you can tell they they've hired either people you know they've hired they've hired you can tell that they definitely yeah. hired people who you know because they realize that you know American uh, makers are, are big uh, you know part of the big part of their business mm-hmm. so definitely that was one of my big biggest uh, challenges quality and language barrier um and then getting samples too nobody sends you samples unless you're gonna pay like 60 dollars for shipping
2: right and um
1: so i was able to find one manufacturer actually a couple but one that just sent me like five or six envelopes like maybe of 50 or 60 pins of just samples and i was just like whoa these guys are really what going above and beyond i looked at their quality and then like you know, everything is good, everything checked off. So yeah, I went ahead and started doing some pins with them. I wouldn't do like, you know, like I said, I have a three D person, you know, my pin my three D pin person, I have my mm-hmm. a person for every everything. For you know. But um for them I would go for like soft enamel because I see that you know, there's no flaws. And you know how easily easy you can see flaws on soft enamel, especially like, you know, a pin like this, you'll be able to see like the flaws, because it's just such big spaces with paint. Yeah. You can't see little dots or something. Um, hard enamel is buffed, so it's like they'll buff anything away, any any blemish spaces.
0: I've gone through the same thing of just reaching out to different manufacturers, kind of comparing how they um, how they respond, you know, how their customer yeah. services. Are they answering all my questions? Are they uh, leaving me asking more questions, or are they, like, going sure. above and beyond?
1: Yeah, one tip I would give is, especially mm-hmm. if someone wants to start off, this is, is um, I know Alibaba is a bad word or whatever, but <laughs> I, I would still go through them, check out every manufacturer, see a pin you recognize from a brand, and maybe, like, buy that pin from directly from a brand and be like, all right, this looks pretty cool. I'm actually going to go with that manufacturer. That's what I, you know, whatever I would do. Like, if you saw my pin there and be like, all right, when you buy it from Nostalgia Vault and see if the quality is what it is, and if so, I'll go with that manufacturer or whatever it is, whatever van they see.
0: Oh, that's a good tip.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. But then um, also be aware that a lot of a lot of um, Alibaba pictures that they show you aren't theirs. Yep. Yep. I, I've seen a lot of my pins with manufacturers that don't manufacture my stuff but a lot of my pins on there so also yeah be aware of that um also they have a rating system too so I think you can figure that out but yeah like I said I've seen my pin and I would inquire about them and be like oh you guys manufacture their pins and they'd be like yeah you do. <laughs> I'd be like all right those are my molds actually you <laughs> like oh well we need to make new molds or whatever I was like that doesn't make sense
0: that's interesting though. So uh, when you were first looking for a manufacturer, you went to Alibaba because I went to Google. I just typed in pin manufacturer. And well, I, I, like...
1: already, I already heard the word from a lot of makers about Alibaba. So I was like, I, Got went, it. I went straight to them and I, I actually saw my pins there. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was blown away. And, um, and I was like, I'm not sure if my middleman is going through then. And if that's the case can I just go straight to them and use my molds? <laughs> so, so, but obviously um, one of them, I did talk to them and she was like, you can go through us, but we won't be able to use that mold because, and I was like, I respect that. Like, that's that's fine. I wouldn't mind paying for another mold, but I want to make sure that you are that manufacturer and show me my molds. I was like, that's, that's a way to get through it. It's like, yeah, I don't mind paying for a new mold again. Just as long as I know that it's for real you yeah, so just show me the molds it's you.
0: Show me the molds, um,
1: show me the molds yeah yeah, wow. definitely. Um, like I said it's a, it's a lot of research. it's a lot of like I said countless and countless um, manufacturers that you go through.
0: Yeah, you definitely have to put in the time when you're looking uh, to produce pins through a manufacturer, yeah. and you got to be very detailed with these with these emails and what you want. Like yeah. you can't leave them guessing or filling in any of the blanks that you didn't provide, because then you're gonna run into issues.
1: I've seen some. Um, I um my manufacturer, she um she's on Facebook, so she's always messaging me, and like it, we got to the point where we're like you know pretty good friends, so she'll message me like. Like what this idiot wants me to make. <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> she would be like, um, she would be like, dude, this guy just sent me a drawing on paper that he wants me to make a pin out of. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, like I was like, I know we can redraw it, but like, not like, it's just hilarious. Like the stuff she gets, like, so it's like, yeah, you definitely gotta at least go on freaking Fiverr and, Fiverr and just pay somebody to, draw your pen Mm -hmm. or redraw it or vectorize it um because i know that like i know illustrator you gotta pay for that and it's expensive so if you want to start off yeah draw it on paper but send it to someone to vectorize it or at least redraw it digitally
0: definitely it seems like it might be like a cumbersome process you know especially when you don't know where to start out or you're drawing like your designs, but it's really like you put in the time and it's not, you're not de- devoting a lot of time and it's not like the most expensive thing. It's really just, you know, just going for it. If you really want to do it, then you'll, you'll find the means to do it. And and there's so many different services uh, available out there to make it happen pretty quickly.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. There's, there's so much. I mean, even in my city, there's a manufacturer that makes pens they're just, I've already talked to them. You're looking at, like, you, almost sweet if you want to make pins through them. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, they're everywhere. There's there pin makers everywhere. Like, you, there's, and there are resources too. There's, like, classes now you can find. <laughs> like, I saw some, I was looking at my stories on Instagram, and I saw somebody who was like, oh, yeah, check out my class. I can't remember who it was, what brand it was, but they're doing, like, classes to show you how to make your own pins. And I was like, that's pretty cool, I guess. But I mean, yeah, that would that would have helped five years ago.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a ton of great, like, videos on YouTube and stuff like that that kind of yeah. help steer you in the right direction. But I have yeah. yet to see classes, like Skillshare classes on yeah, making Skillshare enamel class. pins. I don't that's know what's if it was up. a
1: Skillshare class, but, but it was one of those classes you have to pay for. And I was yeah. like, well, that's kind of cool. Like, I almost wanted to try. I can't remember who it was. I wish I remembered who but uh, it was somebody I followed, but I thought it was, that was different. I was like, nobody's doing that. That's smart. There's a lot of artists, independent artists that want to, you know, make some of their prints into pins or whatever. So maybe.
0: For sure. I went to a networking event. And I met a lot of artists. It was like a a networking event for creative individuals, whether you do videos or photos or graphic design, like whatever your spiel is, like you go there to network and meet other people and kind of like add names to your Rolodex. And I was talking to a lot of uh, artists, a lot of designers, illustrators, and they all like... Oh my gosh! You make pins, and they're just like, "Oh, how do you make them?" And I must have had that conversation like a gazillion times. I loved it. I'm not. I'm not trying to complain. It's just yeah. really cool that like a lot of people out there um, are seeing like the pins rise in popularity and want to turn their art into into pins. And I think that's really cool.
1: So um, yeah, I actually saw that physically happen before my eyes. Um, I went to Designer Con, like I think 2017, right? 2017. I can't remember if I vend it. But I went to designer con, you know, there's a ton of artists there. The next year I go, and then every artist has a pen, like a pin with their prints. So definitely it's for independent artists, illustrators, designers. It's it's a, I think it's a big thing because some people don't buy prints, but a mm-hmm. pen, it's like easy. Yeah, prints, like I'll buy, I mean, I buy prints, but I never hang them. I don't really, I always forget, or I just have like a ton of prints collected, but I don't, I don't do even, anything with them but pins it's different you know yeah it's a way to support the artist and not like you know it's just a pin it's not anything crazy like i mean i am not saying a print is crazy but i mean like it's it's hard to like you gotta frame it you gotta you know do a lot of work yeah definitely um i saw a huge huge change in the in the uh, convention floor with that i was like everybody has pins now
0: mm-hmm.
1: but, but yeah it was, it was i mean it's i think it's kind of cool I think it's very cool. Um, just the fact that you can, you know, support people more, more artists, and um, you know, like me, like I collect a lot. Like I said, I collect a lot of Bob's Burgers stuff, whatever it is. So if I see an artist that sells prints, I buy them. If they sell pants, even better. <laughs> but yeah, but I'll collect them. I, I collect whatever. <laughs> Sometimes um, that's all I buy when I go to like, designer con or comic con or whatever. So,
0: you are a big Bob's Burgers fan. yeah i
1: I do have yeah i do have a lot of a lot of things and um it's funny because like that's what i'm known for so that's all i get like come my birthday i'll be like that's all i get even though i've already had i already have this like why are you buying any? (laughs) like they think i don't have it i'm like obviously a collector for a reason like i already have it
0: you know (laughs) i I love you mom and dad but just just check in with me before you decide to buy something like that
1: yeah exactly but um (laughs) Yeah, no, Yeah, definitely a huge. Um big part of my business is is making a bunch of Bob Riggers pins. And um yeah, one of the last ones was um, this one right here. It's the it's a really big one. It's a Bob's rigger's family pin.
0: Uh, and that one's so clean.
1: Is that hard um, enamel? So it's it's mixed hard enamel with translucent like soft enamel. I don't know if you can tell. It's like it's hard to tell, but um Ooh. Anyways, it's a, it's a collaboration with a friend of mine. Um it's her brand is from pen to paper. I mean from yeah, from pen to paper. She um actually was featured on a fan art episode oh, of wow. So that artwork was featured on on the actual episode, which is really cool. Yeah. And um <clears throat> that thing is three inches. <laughs> it's probably I think one of the biggest pins I've I've made for myself. I made bigger pants for other people for a friend of mine. It's, like um I made a, I think like a seven inch pin for for a friend of mine before did. Dang. It's like, it's like a big old pin. Like.
0: Yo, I can't even imagine the shipping for that or the weight of the box.
1: Yeah, the boxes. It was two boxes. I remember it was, oh. it was ridiculous. Ooh. But um, I like them. I like to have. I like the big pins. I like. I mean, I love little, little pins too. Like I remember the first um, for example, the uh, Simba spoon from back. You know yeah. So I brought it back in bigger in a bigger version, but I really prefer the little version. So sometimes like the little ones are, are so it for me like everything design it's phrased by design I guess.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um. Oh, that pin was a throwback.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like if you want to wear it like on your hat or something like you know three inch pin, you might want to wear it like on your backpack or your jacket. But yeah, I don't know. I like pins you could also wear on your hat. so You need little little stuff.
0: Uh, so, talk to me about your design process. What's that look like from like start to finish?
1: Honestly, it, it varies. Um, mainly, mainly I would go through Illustrator directly okay. in Illustrator, or um, sometimes through Procreate. Um, I, not so much anymore. I used to do a lot of Procreate, but um, I, for some reason, I feel more comfortable directly on Illustrator. Just, just going at it. Especially like I mentioned to you earlier before we started um using our uh, astro yeah you know just just um linking my ipad directly to to the macbook and then just drawing an illustrator it's vector based so you already have the vector file ready to go
2: mm-hmm.
1: it depends on the idea of what it is you know if it's a collaboration maybe the artist will send me some sketches and then i would redraw them then that's that's simpler to illustrator um but if it's just a random idea yeah like um for example, the uh, the uh, little wrestling buddies that I did, that actually mm-hmm. had to you know sketch out from the actual wrestling buddy that I would be looking at. Yeah. That one, that one was hard because it was a you know it's a plush toy. It's, it was a little difficult, but the lines were already clean as it was, so it wasn't like too much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wish those are like licensed. That would be so amazing because they don't exist. So that would be great.
0: That would be cool. Those those toys yeah. are really popular.
1: Yeah, I I don't know who you would go through though, because I know that um, who was it? Who was there's there someone on, on Alibaba.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm wondering who, who I can't remember who make it. Who made the actual? But anyways, because of the shape of it, I'm sure they probably have a big part of the license. They would have to go through. I don't know. I don't sell enough sure. of them to. To get a license, though, because that would be crazy. But again, I would be able to, right? I'd be able to sell them directly on their site, probably.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Do you have any uh, licenses with
1: anyone? Uh, yeah, right now I have the um, the license with like, KitKat call. Oh, sick! The little three little D one, cute. Um, I you know I almost had a license at Viacom, but um, my attorney advised against it. <laughs> <laughs> So I ended up um, passing on it just because, you know, some of the paperwork just didn't make sense, I guess, for the small brand that I had. He mm-hmm. said maybe if I was, you know, slightly a bigger brand, maybe it made sense. Yeah, they actually they actually hit me up, which is weird. They were like, oh, yeah, we really like your website. And I think um, you guys would be a perfect fit for their, um, yeah, their um, Nickelodeon uh, line from the 90s. Yeah, because this was back um back like three years ago, when they started bringing everything back, you know, like all that and
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: all their '90s stuff. Of and course. I was like, yeah, I was, um, yeah, I was amazed that like yeah, their the person in charge of accessories and all that hit me up. I was like, what? That's like, crazy. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. Um. So they send me all the paperwork, and all the information, and yeah, like I said um i talked to a couple of people who already dealt with licensing and and they were like mm, maybe you should talk to an attorney
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um i did and i guess yeah i didn't want to end up because i think the um the license was for two years and i didn't want to end up with a lot of pins that i won't be able to sell later on
0: sure that's a good um, reason.
1: yeah so i figured i i, I passed i wasn't really like What's it called? I wasn't prepared for it as well. It was, it was, yeah, it would be amazing. Like freaking bragging rights, you know?
0: Cool. But it's also pretty cool that they approached you with this.
1: Yeah, I I guess so. That was, that was actually pretty cool. I honestly think they just Googled nostalgia pins or something. (laughs) and That's what popped up.
0: Nah, man, don't sell yourself short. Uh, <laughs> you you're, you you know even a few years ago you were pretty big in the game you know you were you were pretty well known and synonymous with with the pin game your pins were everywhere so I'm sure you were on the radar in some form or another yeah
1: for sure I'm on Fox's radar <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, moving I'm, for, on yeah moving on yeah for sure I'm um they're um they're they're licensed their license I guess right now for pins has been um. Has been on my case for a while, so mm. for sure. I'm on Fox's radar. Um, I actually got approached by them at Comic-Con like 2016 to see if I would work with them to make, I guess to sell my pants to them. Yeah. Kind of like a metal man again.
0: Okay, but they yeah, wanted yeah. my
1: designs. Okay. And um, at the time it sounded really good, but then they were literally giving, wanting to give me less than what it cost me to make them. So I was like, I can't. I just kidding. not um, which kind of sucked. But um, I mean, now they're selling pins at Comic Con, so that's kind of cool for them. It's 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 a pretty they're they're a well known they're not well known company or brand, but they sell licensed stuff. They sell. I know it's just Fox, Bob Burgers, and Family Guy. Mm-hmm. They're they're the ones to go to, I guess at at Comic Con. They're they're the ones. But yeah, they, like I said, they've been on my case like, for a while. I'm sure they've already, you know, all I'm waiting for is their email or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Been there. I know that feeling. Yeah. So let's talk about marketing for a hot minute. I want to ask you, what platforms are you selling your pins on?
1: I am selling some on Etsy. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff I can get away that I know that isn't like, because, you know, anything known by Fox or Disney on Etsy is like, it's flagged right away.
0: Yeah, I've heard stories about that.
1: So anything I can get away, I know I can get away with. I sell on Etsy. Okay. Um, other than that, I have a I have my own website where I just sell through um, Shopify. So Shopify is
0: yo same. Cool,
1: cool I go through.
0: Love same. Shopify.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I switched maybe like two years ago, and from Big Cartel, mm-hmm. and it's been like night and day, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Explain some of that.
1: Well, um, mainly my favorite part is that you can do shipping directly through Shopify instead of going through the Big Cartel copy and paste. Go through whatever you were using, which is ShipStation or whatever. That was one of my biggest. I hated that. So Shopify made that easier. Obviously, you still have to pay. It's a little more. I think it's like fifteen dollars more. But I mean, you pay for ShipStation anyway, so so it it just makes sense. Um, the analytics, everything is great about it. Yeah. I, I there's an I don't have one complaint through Shopify about like that.
0: It's hard to find something wrong with it cuz it's such a great platform.
1: Yeah, and then they have built-in apps that are crazy. Yeah. Every day there's a new app for something.
0: Absolutely. Oh, uh, that's so cool. We're not trying to like plug Shopify, but Shopify yeah. is, is a great platform. <laughs> I mean, you you're going to pay, you know, a monthly fee to to use this and have access to all these features, but in my experience it's totally worth it.
1: Yeah, 100% I believe that. It's it's great. And um, I actually um like I said I should have done Shopify from the beginning, which I did. Um, If you look at the account, it was registered in like 2015. (laughs) But I was like, well, I'm only selling two pins right now. I could just do a free Big Cartel account. And I just kind of stood with that, you know, didn't change it. But um, definitely probably would have done a lot better through Shopify. And then their themes are really good. You can get Mm -hmm. free themes. Um and if you don't like any of those, you can actually go on eBay and download or uh, buy a bunch of free pins uh themes. On eBay? Yeah, on eBay. So for like ten bucks you can get like twenty-five themes and it's crazy. You download them directly and then you can upload them on Shopify on Shopify.
0: Yo, I would have never have thought to buy a theme on eBay. That's crazy.
1: So I haven't done it yet, but I've heard a lot of people have done it so it work the bricks
0: interesting yeah if any listeners try and do that please yeah, please yeah. let the pin pals know what is up with that that's yeah. interesting
1: yeah um i was actually thinking about updating my site myself so i might actually experiment with that and see how, how it goes
0: do you have any like do you approach e-commerce marketing um in any specific way do you just kind of like throw them up on the website do you have any strategy into like bringing traffic back to your website
1: I actually don't. I rely 100% on Instagram to actually do that. I don't even pay for reposts or anything. I just hope, hopefully, that Instagram (laughs) will pull through. If not, like, I'll throw something on Etsy, but never as a, like, oh, I hope I, you know, it's going to do great. Uh, Etsy, like, if I throw a pin, like, I can't even, like, let's say, you know, this anime makes fan, like, if I throw that in there, I probably won't, like, as a fresh new pen. I just released it. It probably won't sell. But maybe, like, two weeks later, three weeks later, maybe, yeah. Like, it's not, I don't rely on Etsy at all for my sales at all.
0: Your social media strategy? Talk to me about that, because we had linked up at Patches and Pins Expo last year on the East Coast, and I remember the conversation that we had afterwards. I think it was at Gotham Market. You were telling me you don't really post all that often on Instagram. Oof,
1: yeah, I, I am so bad at that. I post maybe <laughs> three times a month.
0: But 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 in a way, I think that works for you, because it, like I, I can scroll through your feed, and multiple pictures in a row will have... like hundreds and hundreds, sometimes thousands of likes.
1: I guess, in a way, it's gotten so bad where like, I've had my own followers send me pictures, like professional pictures of my pins that they purchased just so I can post them. You're right, that could be a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. I haven't tried the other approach where I have <clears throat> friends posting three, four times a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't do that, how do you even? I try to, I remember one week I was like, I'm gonna do one photo a day. And I was like, it's super hard (laughs) for me. I can't just be like, there you go. It is. Especially because I don't don't really have that many new pins every, you know, I don't bring new pins all that often.
0: And it becomes hard to like put out quality posts if you're doing it every single day.
1: Yeah. Um, I think in a way, I've been doing them once every couple of weeks or even every week. Um, People actually will pay attention to the post instead of just keep scrolling. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that also helps because yes, I see somebody's feed and you know they never post. I'm like, okay, see what they got to say.
0: <laughs> so, so what do you think attributes to your your success on Instagram? Laziness, laziness. I'm La- laziness. <laughs> you hear that, folks? Laziness will lead you to, to thirty thousand followers.
1: No, <laughs> no, nah, um, uh, it's hard. I don't like I said. I don't really pay for repos. I think it was again. I was the first to do the, the um, Bob Groggers fans anything. There's a huge problem in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: At least there was when it first started. I don't see it as much as before, but um, definitely that's a big one. Other than that, I I, I can't explain. <laughs> 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 people, like, the fans are so, like, you know, you go from, like, Bob Groggers to, like, this guy, not a lot of people, you know, know from Tom and Jerry. Like,
0: yeah, the bulldog. Like,
1: yeah. So, like, it, it varies. Like,
0: you do have a nice range of of nostalgic products for sure, from like the, those Ninja Turtle pins, which I absolutely love, to like you know touching on on Recess, that old school show Recess. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Your Dino pin, your the mini Dino pin from Flintstones, that's as adorable. Yeah.
1: I see a lot of brands doing basically the same thing over and over. I guess I wouldn't say we have a niche, but we kind of do, I guess. I don't know. I'd it's say hard. you
0: definitely do. Cause pretty much everything that you release, I, I mean, other than maybe Bob's burgers, but that falls into like the modern pop culture is heavily influenced on eighties, nineties cartoons, TV shows, all that stuff. Um so I okay, definitely yeah. say like that's your niche for sure. Okay. All right. And you're sticking true to that. You're not stepping too much outside of those boundaries. So, you know, that probably has something to do um, with with the success that you see on Instagram. And it could also be the algorithm just, you know, bending backwards for you because it's like no one knows how that works. So
1: Everybody, I, I mean, I can't complain about it just because I don't post about how to post. So it's like, I like I said, I, I don't post enough to be like, oh crap, nobody's 10 likes on this. Like, I can't. Yeah, if I posted, I bet you, every day I would be, like, cr- talking about that all the time. Yeah. But I, everybody I know is talking about it, like, nonstop. I haven't had a conversation about Instagram but we're not talking about it. Yeah, so I guess a little bit of everything that kind of um, helps.
0: Tell me that wasn't a great conversation. George is one of the realest dudes in the pin game, and I have nothing but love and respect for him and Nostalgia Vault. So if you like what George had to say, please check out Nostalgia Vault. Links to his website, social media, and a special discount code specifically for our listeners will be provided in the description of this episode. Again, I apologize that the conversation was cut short, but let me make it up to you. How does 15% off your next Warrior Pins order sound? Sounds pretty good, right? Head on over to www.warriorpins.com and use the discount code PINPALS. It's two words, PIN, space, PALS during checkout, and you'll automatically receive 15% off your entire order. Don't forget to subscribe to Pin Pals wherever you're listening to this. And if you found this episode really interesting or found some value or some advice, please consider giving us a five-star rating. I would truly, truly appreciate that. We're also on Instagram, at Pinpals Podcast, so you can follow us there for more up-to-date news. I think that's everything. So with that being said, I'm Eric from Warrior Pins. Thank you for joining me on episode one. And remember, it's the little things in life. I'll see you soon.